It's the Prentice Alsa Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by Jennings and Air's Funeral Home and Cremation Services, Donut Country, Fans Heating and Air, along with Balfour, Josh Houston, and Associates. And we welcome you back to the Prentice Alsopedia and Air Coaches Corner. And John Dinkins here with you. And we've got Coach Mike Woodard of the uh, Laverne Wolverines. And Coach, I know the uh, score, the final score, isn't what you wanted to hear at the end of the year. But uh, uh, before we talk about the game, I just want to tell you congratulations on a great uh, first season with you at the helm. Uh, thank you. Really appreciate that. Um, real proud of our guys. I uh, just you know, the things we've gone through that everybody's had to go through, uh, really, for the last four or five months and the way that they held together, the way they continue to work um, and improve, uh, you know, couldn't be happier with how they've handled the situation this year. Well, you you got a pretty tough draw. <laughs> Those teams over in Williamson County are all pretty good, and the seating didn't exactly, you know, uh, isn't exactly what probably most normal circumstances uh, with those teams that were in it. Yeah, I mean, you got four teams over there, and they're you know they're they're elite teams. I mean, you know, we're playing their their three seed, and and Scott and I are talking before the game, and he's talking about you know this guy with SEC offers and this guy with uh, FC FBS offers and FCS offers, and he's only a sophomore. This guy's a junior. I mean, they they've got a lot of talent over there. You know, they're they're a very good football team. I mean, they ended up in a three way tie um, for first place in their region, and then just by tiebreakers ended up being a three. So. Uh, you know, he does a great job over there. They've got some really good players, and it was it was definitely a tough matchup last night. You knew going in that uh, you were going to uh, – they were going to try to stop Banner, and you were going to probably uh, – the defense was going to be challenged with the Campbell at quarterback and those kind of things. But getting off to a good start, I think, was going to be your important ball control, that kind of thing. But uh, they got off to a pretty quick start on you. Yeah, they got off to a quick start, and, uh, you know, just offensively, we weren't able to keep up. I mean, you're, you're right. Defensively, we knew it was going to be a challenge. I mean, the, they've got a quarterback who's a true dual threat in terms of, you know, he acts as a running back, but he also is a very good passer. We knew they were going to score points. You know, our game plan was, you know, to try to score points with them also and, and hold the ball, you know, put together long drives, milk the play clock, and try to keep their offense off the field as long as possible. And, you know, we just weren't able to do that offensively early on. And, you know, it doesn't take them long to score. And then next thing you know, you know, we're down two, three scores and, and we're not running the ball well. So, you know, we ended up throwing the ball. And, and the ironic thing is, you know, we, we talked about trying to find balance. We probably threw the ball better last night than we had um, in the last few weeks. But, uh, you know, we just weren't able to control the ball well enough offensively to, uh, to keep it close. Yeah, it, it's it's an odd thing the game of football. Uh, you know, Ray Banner um, has been very big contributor, getting you where you are. Um, they being down though, it kind of forces you. And I think you even said that last night, but it it forces you to do things that you know, offensively you don't want to do all the time, which would be throw the football. And Webb's a pretty good pretty good quarterback to, if you're dealt that situation. But uh, it just changes everything, doesn't it? Not being able to use Ray in the way that you want to use him. Oh, sure it does. You know, and, and first off, you know Ray Ray hasn't been a hundred percent since uh, right. Stewart's. Game, you know, and, and to his credit, you know, he never used it as an excuse. And of course, we didn't really throw it out there. But you know, I mean, he, he got hurt against Stewart's Creek, and 
never really recovered. And we play Smyrna, and um, he's having a huge game, and he, he re-injures it, uh, re-injures that ankle pretty badly. So, so he's really been limited. But to his credit, he kept going out there and practicing and playing. And, and you're right, you know, Dre's a very capable quarterback. You know, but when, when it comes to consistent receiving threats, we we just didn't have as many as we had in the past, and we tried to get Ray, you know, involved in the passing game to help, uh, you know, to help out with with Greg Bush out there who's who's playing his tail off a receiver, and try to get the, the ball off to Ray in space uh, that way. But obviously, you know, that's not what we're best at. What we're best at is being able to give the ball to Ray, and uh, and move the ball between the tackles, and they just did a really good job of of taking care of that last night. They defended our option uh, better than anybody else has. And uh, if you can't run the ball inside and you can't get outside with the option, it really limits your really, really limits your run game. And, uh, you know, that and with their offense, yeah, we end up having to throw the ball quite a bit more than we'd wanted. Well, to your guys' credit, you got off. Uh, they got off to that lead, but you kind of cut it back and got it to fourteen. To uh, cut it to fourteen, but then a couple of uh, key scores by them kind of hurt you at half, right before half. Yeah, yeah, we came down, scored, got to fourteen. Um, you know, we had the ball. We had the ball late in the second quarter. weren't able to score. Had to turn it back over to them, and and they scored with I think it was forty six seconds left. So I mean, you know, we're. We're 46 seconds away. We were down 28-7 at that point, and then it ends up being 35-7. to Like I said, we're a minute away from being down, you know, 21. And being down 28 versus 21, of course, is a big difference. But I tell you, I, I couldn't be more proud of our guys. So we go in at half, and, and you give up that touchdown late, and you're down 28. And, you know, you see the writing on the wall. But, you know, we talked about going out and just playing the second half hard and, and, and having pride and, and going out and, and showing what you're all about. And our guys did. I and mean, we go out to start the second half. We go down, score. We recover the onside kick. The sidelines are excited. I mean, everybody's hyped up. And, you know, unfortunately, we weren't able to score, you know, on that second drive and really try to make things interesting. But still, it showed the, the heart that our guys have and the pride that our guys have, the way they played coming out at half and then, and then finishing out the game. You know, these guys, Coach, uh, they seem to really love the game. And, and you know, when you've got a squad like that and, and that want to play hard and they play hard, that's never been a problem for you this year. And I, I, I know you're really, in that respect, uh, this playoff experience is good for them. Uh, the schedule that uh, you've had to play and the things that you've had to overcome this year in terms of all the COVID issues, uh, it's good to have a group like that and that they've responded to you and your coaching staff. Uh, yeah, it's it's been great. You know, and we, you know, we, we want to build the family atmosphere. We want to go out and play hard. We we want to. What we need to do as we build this thing is is really learn to play with a chip on our shoulder because we don't have like I was talking about with with Scott listing all his four and five star. We don't have four and five star kids, but we're going to go out. And we're going to play hard, and um, that's that's what we're going to build this thing on and just and just go out and, and prove that that we're willing to stand up and and play against anybody. And we're going to we're going to fight for the full four quarters and you know, and see what comes out at the end. And, you know, some of our game, we had a lot of tight games this year. I'm really proud about the way they hung in there. We found ways to win late. And, um, you know, those are all things you can build off of. And, and now we got to start looking towards the offseason and, and things that we can get better at. But I feel like we definitely have a foundation in terms of, you know, expectations of how we are going to go out and play. 
And I know you've got some seniors that, uh, you know, you're going to miss uh, greatly and uh, uh, what they've contributed to that program. And they can always say what they did for this program uh, as they leave and go on to other things. There is no doubt. That's what I tried to tell them last night when we, you know, we met as a team. And then, of course, when, you, you know, the awful thing on that last game is it's hard to leave the field, you know. So, you know, we met as a team and then, you know, you look around and everybody's just kind of like standing around and mingling because nobody wants to go inside. But you just – you know, hopefully they understand how grateful, you know, I am and, and the school is for what they have done. And, you know, they set goals for this year of what they wanted to do to to start this building process. And they accomplished it. You know, I mean, uh, we earned the home playoff game that they kept talking about. We finished second in the region. We went into our ninth game with a chance to win the region and, um, and, and played great in that game. and just, you know, lost a heartbreaker. So, I mean, th- there are definitely things that, hopefully for the rest of their life they can look back on and hopefully we'll continue to to build this thing and they'll be able to say, you know, hey, I was a senior uh, when all of that started. We're talking to Mike Woodard, the head coach of the Laverne Wolverines, and uh, looking back, a great year. Now you look forward a little bit. Things are going to be a little different in your region. And uh, the I know it came out this week. Tell us a little bit about that and how it affects you guys a little bit because there are going to be a few different teams. But but uh, I know you're looking forward to whoever you're going to play. Yeah, you know, I mean, we were, you know, the truth is I, we wanted to mix up our schedule anyway in terms of non-region games, you know, just try to get some different people in and different experiences for our guys. Um, you know, I hate the Stewart's Creek. Uh, got moved and it's not a region opponent for us. But, you know, of course, Ben and I talked. And we definitely are going to keep playing. We're not going to let that rivalry go away. So, you know, we're, we're playing that game whether they're in our region or not. So, um, you know, we're going to keep that. Of course, we still got Smyrna. Um, the region, other than that, pretty much stays the same. Uh, Dixon County comes in and plays the Stewart's Creek. But we've still got those Metro teams in there, and, and we're going to, you know, we're going to keep playing Rockville. We, we've added Siegel, so we're, we're going to play some more county teams uh, this next year that I think our guys will be excited about. And um, if we're fortunate enough to make the playoffs next year, which, of course, is going to be a goal that uh, we're going to set for us, uh, we're gonna, looks like we're going to get matched up with a, uh, with a different region also. So that'll be, you know, more new experiences for our guys in terms of, you know, playing teams that, that we haven't played before. And that's something you're really interested in, giving them new experiences. And I think that's so important uh, for football players and, and to do things. And even if the games are tough, it, it just really helps those kids to get new experiences, new situations, tough situ- uh, situations. Oh, definitely. I mean, you know, you want to, and that's what I hated. That was, what was so tough about this year, not having the seven on sevens, not having the scrimmages, you know, forget, you know, forget about just the, the preparation standpoint, but just, you know, getting the kids the experience of being able to take them out to, you know, Shelbyville for a seven-on-seven and play teams that, you know, where they're asking, Coach, where's that team even at? Or, I, you know, I haven't heard of these guys. And just exposing them to, to more than just what is in this surrounding area. And same things with scrimmages. You know, I don't mind getting on a bus and, and traveling for a while just, just for those guys to kind of experience something that they, they haven't before. Oh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the personnel in terms of, what has been the biggest surprise that you coming in first year? Of course, you've been with the program for a couple of years or so, but what was the biggest surprise that happened to you in the Laverne Wolverines this year? Wow, that's tough. Um, biggest surprise. Maybe I, a player. You know, that's, you know. You know, the, you know, the sophomore group, um, the, the, really just the new guys, period, because you don't know 
what to expect. We had so many sophomores. And when, when we were in the, the – I remember telling them in the freshman weight class last year, you know, just looking at the numbers that we were going to have coming back, I told them, I said, look, there's going to be a number of you guys that are either going to start or play a lot. Just looking at the, the numbers in our senior class, the numbers in our junior class, you know, you guys have to get ready. And, and we had some guys – who 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 did that? I mean, you look on the field last night. We got sophomore Cedric Cartwright in the secondary playing against probably the best receiving core, uh, not probably the best receiving core we've seen all year long. And you know, and he's out there in the mix at corner. You know, we've got um, we've got lineman Andreas Rojas, uh, Valima Chemis, Brandon Alexander. You know, all sophomores and all going out there either on O line or D line. You know, against again a team that went. You know, ended up in a three-way tie for first in one of the toughest regions around. So, you know, I'm just very happy with how those guys are developing. And, and that sophomore class um, is going to be very important for us as we move forward. It bodes well for the future, doesn't it, having the, those youngsters that can come in and respond like that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Any, any experience is going to be helpful. And, uh, you know, those, those guys being able to play against a team like that and now they have a really good idea about how if you want if you want to build on this and now talk about winning in November you know those are teams you got to be able to play with so hopefully that will help us greatly um, going into the weight room as we hit this offseason and well hopefully the offseason is going to be a little bit uh, more normal and hopefully that it will at least some because we know a little bit more now we know we can basically succeed in most cases uh, do you think that'll have an effect on the on the uh, on the uh, future practice and things? Uh, you know, I'm sure there's going to be some kind of effect. Right now, you know, I'm with you. You know, now I worry the season's over, but now you see about other schools going all virtual. Now you got to worry about that because when you're all virtual, now you're losing that time in the weight room again. As we talk about mm-hmm. preparing for for next season, and I mean, I, I know it's vital for us. It's vital for every team because it's such a it's such a physical game. You have to be able to get that weight room you have to prepare your body and you know we, we have a lot of faith and belief in what we do in the weight room so it's a big part of what we do and uh but you know we'll, we'll just do everything we can control in terms of you know keeping it safe and uh, and keeping them healthy while at the same time building towards next year honest question did you really feel like i i was very uh cautious about the season but did you think we'd get it as far as we did? I really didn't think so, but uh, we've made it at least to this point. No, I never. If you told if you told me in August, you know, I would have said no way. I mean, I was actually I was on, I was on the side of let's push it back till spring because mm-hmm. there's just no way we're going to be able to get these games in. You know, and, yeah. and my, my biggest fear was that we were trying to rush into this season and we were going to get three, you know, maybe four games, and all of a sudden everything was going to shut down and these guys were going to lose you know, a majority of their season. So, you know, so thankful, so blessed that we were able to to play 11 games and these guys were able to get a, a full season in. And, yeah, we had to change some opponents around. We had to change some of our schedule around. But the important thing is those kids got to play 11 games. And if you had told me that four months ago, you know, I would not have believed it. So very thankful we were able to do that. Let me talk – let's talk a minute before I let you go about the uh, your two – Banner and Webb, and what they've meant to this program. I want to kind of give a touch a touch on them just a little bit and give them a little some kudos here. Well, they deserve it. I mean, those two guys have been phenomenal. I mean, they're number one. They're great kids, you know. So it, it's it's so hard to think about a day now, you know, where I, where I'm not going to be 
walking out to the practice field and seeing those guys, you know, because, um, you know, they've been the focal point. Ray's been the starting quarter or starting running back for two years now. He's been the bell cow. I mean, uh, forget about, you know, forget about the fact that he's had 2,700 yards rushing and 35 or so touchdowns in the last two years, um, which speaks to the player he is, but just the fact that he's been so dependable and that he's been our guy, you know, and then when you talk about Dre, uh, Dre's a, really a two-and-a-half-year starter at quarterback. I mean, he got thrown into it as a sophomore. Um, just because of our circumstances that, at that position, it would have been much better for him to have been a, you know, a JV quarterback that year and just learned, but he got thrown into the mix. And, you know, and to his credit, I, I mean, immediately after that year was over, uh, you know, he talked about wanting to get better. You know, he wanted to focus on the turnovers, not turn the ball over as much. And, and bam, you look at, I don't know what they are, but his inter- his touchdown interception ratio the last two years has been phenomenal. I mean, I know I know this year he was 15 to three um, mm-hmm. at, at one point. So, I mean, he, you know, he really focused on what he wanted to get better at. I really feel like he's um, an undervalued quarterback. I think when you look at the things that he can do in terms of throwing a comeback from one hash to the field, you know, being able, last night he had, 60 plus yards rushing on top of his, you know, 180 throwing. So he can, you know, he can run too. I think he's, you know, maybe not gotten all the credit he deserves, but just the the great kid he is and and the cool, calm leadership ability he had, you know, those two guys, those two guys are going to be tough to replace. And I don't know that we're going to be able to do it with, you know, with two other guys. It's just going to have to be a team effort to find a way to replace, you know, those yards and those touchdowns. And And I think we can as a team, but if we try to just find one guy to say, hey, you're the running back, you're going to replay, you're going to do everything Ray did, and right. you're the quarterback, you're going to do everything Dre did, um, that would be a mistake. You know, It's going to be a team effort to, to replace those two. Well, I want to congratulate you. Now, will you take a day or two off? I mean, will you I, – <laughs> I think I know you well enough to know that that's probably not going to happen. But uh, can yeah. you take a day or two off? Well, we're going to try. You know, I said I was going to, but I've already got my notepad out here talking about my <laughs> – do list for the week and everything but uh I, I i i can promise you i will be on the recliner for a good portion of the day watching college football i will be doing that there you go coach it's been a pleasure talking to you this year and uh we were glad to get out there and uh, watch you guys play and congratulations on a great season well thank you i appreciate all the all the coverage you guys do on us that's that's been great for for our program and our kids and we thank you all right hope to see you soon that's mike woodard the head coach of the laverne wolverines when we come back up up next kevin creasy the head coach of the oakland patriots here on the prentice also and air coaches corner fueled by donut country and chick-fil-a